welcome today's reading. We're going to be reading Proverbs 11, and then Psalms 11, and so forth, and so on. Let's go ahead and pray and get our day started with the Word of God, please. Heavenly Father, thank you for introducing us to your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for sending us the Holy Spirit. Thank you for enlightening us and making us your children, Lord. Let us act according, Lord. We bless our enemies. We bless our our family members. We bless all the ones, Lord. And we bless ourselves. We May we say, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his counts on you and smile and keep you. Amen. We want to get good at blessing ourselves too so that we can continue to bless others. Sounds logical to me, don't you? <clears throat> Proverbs 11, reading from the New King James Bible. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. When pride comes, then comes shame, but with the humble is wisdom. When pride comes, then comes shame. But with the humble is wisdom. So God has ordained the earth and all the elements that if we move this way, we'll get this. If we move that way, we'll get that. So if we move with humbleness, I was just reading yesterday in Micah 6.8 where it says, This is what the Lord requires of you. That you look that that you do what is right, that you love mercy, and you walk humbly with thy God. This is what the Lord requires of us. And I always have a problem with the last one, walking humbly with God. What happens when we get a paycheck? What happens when we get a good paying job and it's providing for our, our needs? Yep, you know what I mean. But we have a powerful job. What happens to us? When pride comes, then comes shame. But with the humble is wisdom. One of the beauties about getting on our knees is we humble ourselves. It shouldn't be called prayer. It should be humble. In other words, I neutralize myself so I can be of better service to the power that's keeping me alive. And then that power I can help others. Amen. I wouldn't be here talking right now if it wasn't for neutralizing myself, and which is prayer, which is humbleness. Neutralize yourself, especially on the grass or the dirt with your knees. Act like you're gardening, but you're out there doing your prayers. Amen. That's the best way to neutralize ourselves. And getting vitamin D and sunshine and breathing, breathing deeply. All right, moving right along. It's going to be a long reading, I can tell you that. Proverbs 11, chapter th- verse 3. The integrity of the upright will guide them. Isn't that interesting that <clears throat> they didn't have numbers before when they wrote this? Sounds to me like if you ground yourself, then you'll, you'll be upright and integrity will guide us, which is the wisdom of the Lord. Sounds good to me, don't it? But the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. What's perversity? I was trying to cheat in my unemployment once. I kept working and I didn't tell unemployment. 
When I needed unemployment, they, they fined me 10 weeks. They, they taught me a lesson not to mess with cheat, cheating. Okay, the righteousness of the blameless will direct his way. That's verse 5. But the wicked fall by his own wickedness. Verse 4, I jumped one. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. Amen. Verse 6, the righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the unfaithful will be taken by their own lust. Isn't that interesting that all of a sudden we go from uh, prayer to getting on our knees to humbleness and then integrity? And now we become righteous because we're doing right things. We're not missing the mark. We're praying. We're worshiping the Lord in the morning, praising Him and thanking Him, gratitude list. Then we get on our knees and say, Three our fathers. We, we, we say Psalm 23, Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. We pray for others. We get ourselves a good dose of prayer. And then we bless ourselves. Said, the Lord bless you, Fernando. The Lord keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Amen. So now I stand up and I'm most likely to do right. Aren't we most likely to do right? So then we become righteous. The righteous of the upright will deliver them. Verse 7. When a wicked man dies, his expectations will perish. And the hope of the unjust perishes. The righteous is delivered from trouble, and it comes to the wicked instead. I love that, huh? The righteous is delivered from trouble. You know, we are going to get in trouble and bump heads and do things, but thank God that we get we get rewarded for trying. We're God's kids. We're the king's kids. The righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the unfaithful will be taken by their own lust. When a wicked man dies, his expectations will perish and the hope of the unjust perishes. Excuse me. The righteous is delivered from trouble and it comes to the wicked instead. The hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge the righteous will be delivered. Amen. How do you hide from strifes of time, people talking to you? Well, you put on Jesus, say yes to Jesus. And through knowledge, the righteous will be. What's knowledge? Singing songs, praising the Lord, blessing your neighbor, blessing them all around you. So make sure that their daggers or words don't come and hit you. You, you are protecting yourself through knowledge. How does God work? You know, how does God work? He works by us blessing others. That's how he works. We throw blessings at others, and then they come right back to us. They can't, they can't touch us. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices, verse 10. And when the wicked perish, there is shouting, rejoicing. Verse 11, by the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted. But it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. See how strong the mouth of the wicked can be? He can overthrow a city, the mouth of the wicked. But by the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted. Put your 
Put that in your tea and drink it. Kind of hard to put your mind around this verse. By the blessing of the upright, this city is exalted. But it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. So don't agree with people that are cutting down um, the city and all that stuff. You know why? Well, for one, how hard is it to run your family? How hard would it be to run a, uh, a city, a country? Maybe we should pray for them, for righteous people, as the Bible says. He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. There it is, folks, verse 12. He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor. That's the only way he knows how to respond. He can't devoid. Wow, what a word. Huh? But a man of understanding holds his peace. That's who we want to be. We want to be men and women of understanding. A talebearer reveals secret, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals the matter. No gossip, folks. A tail, don't be a talebearer. Hold on. Talk about something else, football. Talk about something else, but make sure that you have something in store that you will talk and and not talk the the truth of the people. Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. I always consider that to be a uh, a coffee with the 12-step individuals, wisdom, older guys. He who is surety for a stranger will suffer for it, but the one who hates being surety is secure. No debt. 16. A gracious woman retains honor, but rootless men retain riches. The merciful man does good for his own soul, but he who is cruel troubles his own flesh. The wicked man does deceptive work, but to him who sows righteousness will be a sure reward. Verse 19, as righteousness leads to life, so he who pursues evil pursues it to his own death, hell. And those who are of a perverted heart are an abomination to the Lord. But such are as blameless in their ways are his delight. Amen. Verse 21, though they join forces, the wicked will not go unpunished. But the posterity of the righteous will be delivered. 22. As a ring of gold in a pig's nose, so is a lovely woman who lacks discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. In other words, the, the imagination of the righteous is always good and joyful. But the expectations of the wicked is always violence and chaos. Verse 24. There is one who scatters yet increases more. And there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. Wow. In other words, one who holds more than is right. So there is rightness in saving. 
and and uh, I don't know. <laughs> Where move on here? Verse twenty-five: The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. Beautiful. The people will curse him who withholds grain, but blessings will be on the head of him who sells it. He who diligently seeks good finds favor, but trouble will come to him who seeks evil. He who diligently seeks good finds favor. How do we diligently seek good? By diligently neutralizing ourselves on our knees and saying the Our Father. And we are seeking good. Amen. What does the Lord require of us? To do good. Uh, to do right. Yeah, what does the Lord require of me but to do good? Where is that scripture? Hang on. Oh, this is this is how it goes. It says, the Lord has told you what is good. In other words, the Lord has given us a key to success here. He's given us an insight into how he works. In Micah 6, 8, the Lord has told you what is good. And this is what he requires of you. To do what is right. To love mercy. And to walk humbly with your God. Micah 6, 8. Here you go, folks. What is good? You know, I want to be where good is. I don't want to be where best is. Good, God says, what is good? In other words, how to live a good life. To do what's right. Righteousness. To love mercy. Give people the benefit of the doubt. To walk humbly with your God. Yesterday, I was meditating on this scripture, and I got a frantic call and a text from a lady. said, her boyfriend's drunk inside the house again, and he's throwing up. And I text her this, and I've been telling her, you got to thank and praise the Lord for him just the way he is. So he can make you upright, he can make you wise, he can make you strong. Because that guy doesn't have a key to your house. You let him in for one reason or another. Or, and it's gotten too bad. Now you're throwing your hands up. And you have to do what the Lord says. This is what he requires of us in order for us to have a good existence. To, to do what righteous people do. Now we have the power to do right. That's one of the good things about being a Christian and being born again. We have the power to act on righteousness. We have the power to love mercy because Jesus has given us his, his love and his heart. And we have the power and strength to walk humbly with our God. It's not to take the credit for the things done, but praise God and, and respect him. Amen, folks. Boy, we're diving deep this morning. Amen. Let's move on. Verse 27. Again, he who diligently seeks good finds favor, but trouble will come to him who seeks evil. He who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like foliage. But the righteous will flourish like foliage. Ha, ha, ha. 
He who troubles his own house will inherit the wind, and the fool will be servant to the wise of heart. Verse 30. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. Amen. If the righteous will be recompensed on the earth, excuse me, how much more the wicked and the sinner. Amen. We're going to be righteously recompensed. And we are. Amen. All right. Psalms 11. I didn't mean for this to be that long, but oh well. Psalms 11 says, In the Lord I put my trust. How can you say to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow on the string that they may shoot secretly at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids test the sons of men. The Lord tests the righteous, but the wicked and the ones who love violence his soul hates. Upon the wicked he will rain coals, fire and brimstone, and a burning wind. This shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous, he loves righteousness. His countenance beholds the upright. His countenance beholds the upright. All right, folks, we, uh, we need to treat our souls good, so then we won't be discouraged, we won't be content. We've got to respect our souls, too. And uh, happiness produces righteousness. It says that the Lord will test us. Our job is to be obedient with Micah 6.8. The Lord has told us what is good, and this is what he requires of us, to do what is right, acts of righteousness, to love mercy, give people the benefit of the doubt, pray for them, and to walk humbly with your God, to go back to our power plant and humble ourselves. Ask God for his strength for today, that we need his help on a daily basis. In Jesus' name, may the Lord bless you and keep you, and make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And lift up his counts and give you peace. Establish you in every which way. Amen. Have a great day, family.